Greetings, and welcome to the Thirsty Mage, the podcast that's always concerned with the crop yields of barley and hops. I'm your host David Lloyd, and this week we'll be discussing a subgenre of RPGs we haven't really touched on previously, and that's the relaxing world of farming simulations. Whether it's new titles on Switch like Story of Seasons, or old favorites uh, like Stardew Valley, we'll be discussing the reasons why it's a good idea to mix in a little bit of wholesome entertainment into your gaming schedule. And for the second week in a row, it's the uh, same pair in the pub. Joining me once again is our expert when it comes to farming sims, ladies gamers, and attend dad writer, Paige Detlifson. Hello. Although, if you say farming sims, we're talking about the more relaxing kind and not like farming simulator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially uh, when I went to Google uh, to get a list of uh, all the different uh, games. Uh, that if you put in farming sims, it just gets you about 15 farming simulator uh, titles uh, on the list. So Yeah, they're a bit more realistic. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even sure what you would... Is there another genre we could name it? Or I don't know if they have another... I've always just known them as farming sims, but... Um, you could say they're also like life sims. It's just that um, farming simulator is more accurate simulation with the management and like machinery. Yeah, and then when you say life sims, I, I immediately go to the sims. So it's... Uh, <laughs> I don't know, it, maybe it's one of those uh, one of those things where uh, they, need, they need some kind of neat name to, to go with these particular games but um i mean any way you go around it we're we're talking about the games like stardew valley uh story seasons harvest moon uh animal crossing to a certain extent i suppose um all those types of games but uh before we get into that i guess we'll go into the the beer of the week and um so this week uh the the, the beer i'm going with is uh trois portage uh this is from uh, brasseur du temps um, which is uh, a 9.5%. Uh, it's a pretty pretty powerful one. We're getting into wine territory here. And it's um, a triple Belgium. So it's uh, a, a straw-colored beer with some fruity accents of peach, pineapple, and orange. Um, that's what it says in the label anyway. <laughs> when when uh, sipping it, I, I don't really get any of those accents. Uh, it, it's more of a... Uh, I don't know. Like It's closer to a, a, an IPA, I guess, in, in, the, in the lighter taste. But... Um, definitely uh, a recommended one, though, for uh, anyone who has access to uh, to French, uh, <laughs> to Quebec uh, microbrewery beer. So, Triple Belgium, it's uh, highly recommended. So, and uh, any anything uh, in particular that you're drinking this week, Paige? I guess uh, it's got to be uh, non-alcoholic since we're we're on opposite spectrums <laughs> of the day. <laughs> yeah, it's um, a little afternoon, so just Coca-Cola again. Maybe maybe by September I might have something different, but... <laughs> I guess work wouldn't... Uh, it's not a viable excuse to go to work and say I had to, had to drink for a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, when I'm driving and get pulled over. Oh, yeah, you know, the police, the police did not uh, take that as an acceptable excuse either, so...
So tonight's episode uh, is it's kind of based on the recent uh, Switch release of Story of Seasons uh, Friends of Mineral Town and uh, it came out uh, I guess it was last week I think it it released and um, this is uh, this is actually the Harvest Moon series uh, the continuation of it and uh, a couple of uh, pages in particular had reviewed it and uh, Jordan reviewed it for NWR and it was uh, on top of our minds so uh, maybe Paige, if you'd like to just give us an introduction of um, of this particular game and and uh, tell us a little bit about it. Story of Seasons: Friends of Mineral Town is a remake of Harvest Moon: Friends of Mineral Town, which to some people is still a little confusing, because in Japan the series was known under uh, Bokujo Monogatari, which is rough, which is about which means ranch story, but. Well, up until the first Story of Seasons game, they had Natsume do the translating, so they would title the game series under Harvest Moon. But then after A New Beginning, Marvelous decided to use different localizers, and since Natsume had the trademark to Harvest Moon, they couldn't use that title. So after A New Beginning, all of the, all of the games in that actual series are titled under Story of Seasons. But Natsume has still been publishing different games under the Harvest Moon name, which has been confusing some people. <laughs> but yep. the one, but Story of Seasons is the actual series that the Harvest Moon name was started on. Yeah, so this particular game is uh, originally on the GBA back in 2003, uh, Harvest Moon Friends of Mineral Town. And now that it's been remade yeah. for the Switch, they've, like you said, um, went with story of season, the name story of seasons, and I guess that's what we'll be uh, keeping an eye out going forward. I suppose is uh, any for past fans of the Harvest Moon series. Anyway, they're going to want to keep their eyes on the story of seasons because they're they're the true successors. What were your initial impressions of the remake? Like, uh, did, was it uh, enjoyable? What did what were you? How did you come away from the game feeling? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, obviously, we're going to talk a bit about Stardew as well, and since this is. Since the Mineral Town remake is relatively much the same with some new additions, it obviously doesn't compare as well to, like, it's, like, doesn't always compare as well to spiritual successes. Like, it does a couple things better. But since they stuck to the old formula and, like, Stardew's based on the old formula, I still think it's pretty good and worth your time. But I think for beginners, they're probably better off with the Stardew Valley just because it's cheaper. So if they don't like the farming sims, they can. I don't spend as much. Yes, that's a good point because I, uh, I I noticed that the uh, the story of seasons uh, was a full, like it's a full yeah, price title. Full price. Yeah. Um. Even though like story of seasons, friends of Middletown is full price, you still get like your money value out of it. Like I spent thirty hours before I decided I wanted to start again because I wanted to go after the harvest goddess. Okay. And uh, so you, you uh, for the second run, like you find in replayability is still pretty solid? Yeah. Um, it's just I want to start again because I'd already married someone for the sake of review to get that out of the way. So plus then when you go after someone like the Harvest Goddess, you've got a lot more goals to do because that's one in the series that doesn't actually have much in the way of story progression. Okay. Well, even 30 hours on its own is still pretty solid too, so. And as I said, because it's easier in the series, it's probably better for new people because they're not as stressed about money or <laughs> screwing up. Oh, that's good. Yeah, well, we can get into the um, the different aspects of the story seasons because, like you said, there's a there's a lot of uh, crossover for other games of the of the type. So uh, yeah, well, we can go through 
uh, the different mechanics and then kind of compare them uh, to the to the other, like to the Stardew, like you said, or uh, even uh, Ruin Factory is a, another farming sim uh, that I know you enjoy. And we'll, so we'll yeah. we'll go through the things. So I guess the uh, the the most uh, obvious one to to start with is <laughs> farming, <laughs> farming the crops. Um, maybe if you want to give us a rundown of uh, how it works in Story of Seasons. So in Story of Seasons, you just have one big field um, that you clear up over time. But you base, it's kind of the same in most of them. You have a hoe, you till the ground, and then you plant your seeds. In the mineral town, You each seed creates like you do a three by three because it's nine. Um, thankfully, in the remake, they made it so that you can walk over crops because there'd always be that, until you upgraded your watering can, there'd always be that one in the middle that wouldn't grow at the same time because you couldn't water it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, and okay. Stardew is pretty much... Stardew is the same, except that, you know, seeds are one. Yeah, yeah, one per grid. Actually, yeah, um, one per- started uh, started a, a playthrough yesterday again just to, to get reacquainted and notice that there's... With the Stardew, you actually get, like, a choice of um, different farm types. I actually started... They, they had one that was um, island-based, <laughs> so there was, uh, like, streams that were kind of... Um, breaking up the land uh, in a way where yeah. you had to kind of walk over and uh yeah it was uh, the like you said there the, the it's the same where you hoe the land and then you put the seed in and then you plant it um i know it. the yeah and the water it and i know um the first one the first seeds that they start with is um the parsnips and they take uh four in in day uh or four in game days i guess i'm trying to say um, but then, yeah, the different crops are different days. I- I'm guessing uh, the same as... Yeah, different uh, cycles. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you'd start off with the cheapest crop, which would be turnips, and then you have other, like, per-season seasonal crops. So once it passes that season, you won't... They'll die off. Um, but, yeah, there'll be crops that once you've harvested it, it's gone, like turnips, and then there'll be others like t- tomato or corn where they'll regrow another lot. So when you harvest it, it'll still stay there. And then in a few more days or a week or so, you can pick up some more. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a lot like um, uh, Stardew with, uh, I know, uh, beans are one of the things like they where you harvest it once, but it'll keep on uh, producing more. Uh, whereas yeah. you go to with something like potatoes or cauliflower and it's kind of a one-shot deal. Yeah. And is do you sell the do, is do you sell the like how does this the selling work in um, story of seasons uh, once the crops are like you've uh, tilled or harvest them I guess would be the um, you throw it in the shipping bin and about five p.m. Zach comes over to pick it up and then all of the money that that's valued for gets like straight to your account. Okay. And how how do how would you compare the like the days like the is it um, about I think with Stardew, the the days were roughly about, I think, like five minutes or so a day, uh, I think it was. Maybe ten minutes, I don't know. Yeah. I think usually in these games they're about ten minutes, um, though some are a bit slower. One of the things I'm glad that they didn't fix in the Mineral Town remake is that time is still paused indoors, which doesn't happen in a lot of newer games. Mm-hmm. So you go when you go inside the, the game... It does pause or it doesn't pause, sorry. Like the time in game pauses. So oh, it does you can still you, run around and do stuff. Yeah, so then you yeah. can sort of exploit that in some ways, or it's just, you know, you can take a break without having to go to the pause menu. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, that, that is good. Do you have an energy gauge in Story Seasons? Like, is there only so much you can do? Yes. Yeah. 
Though unlike yeah, unlike Stardew, you don't necessarily. F- at what time do you faint at Stardew? Yeah, yeah, I was. Like, yeah, there's like if you don't get into bed at a certain time. Yeah, yeah. Whereas uh, in Story of Seasons Mineral Town, you can actually push that a bit further uh, um, because they have both an energy and a fatigue meter. So the energy is, you know, anytime you use your tools, so same like Stardew. Whereas fatigue is if you're working late at night or if you do like anything outside in the rain, like if you <laughs> till the ground once, you'll lose a little bit. Um, so when both of those are really low, then you'll collapse. Uh, though thankfully, um, in Mineral Town, quite well, in Mineral Town from the get go, there's a hot spring, so you can sit in there and it'll replenish your fatigue and stamina. Oh, that's a, that's interesting. Is there any uh, punishment for for going right to the brink? Uh, yes. So you'll lose an entire day because you'll be fainted and you'll be staying inside the doctors for a day. Oh. <laughs> But okay. there is actually a convenient little exploit with that, because if you happen to faint at exactly 6am when the seasons change, your crops won't reset, so you can grow stuff in winter. Oh, that's an interesting trick. <laughs> yeah, um, because you normally can't grow things in winter. Um, obviously, anything that is like a turnip, you'll lose, because you can't replant it. But if you mm. have stuff like pineapple, you'll be able to keep making lots of money. Oh, isn't that funny? Yeah, the game's been out in a while in, like, Japan and other countries, and that trick's been out for a bit, so hopefully they won't get rid of it. Yeah, I guess if it's been out for a while, it doesn't doesn't seem like something that'll get patched, so... That's a pretty neat trick. I know, so in, in Stardew, I actually, uh, I think it was, like, on my second day, I, I paid the price where... Uh, I, didn't, I didn't go to the fainting part, but... Um, there's like different levels where you get so low where they'll say um, you're starting to feel exhausted and then and then the next one yeah. is like very exhausted and at that point you're not um, you're not even walking at the same speed like you're going very much slower so I I yeah. managed to uh, like basically crawl into bed <laughs> at the end of the day but uh, the next morning uh, the punishment was is that I only had half an energy meter as opposed to um, having a full meter so if you yeah if you go that far then it then uh, it, it it punishes you, it punishes you for the next day. Not not as much as Mineral Town, obviously, but yeah. Um, um, and then uh, yeah, I, and you can eat in Stardew to to give you uh, back yeah. your energy. But yes, um, in in Mineral Town, you can eat. You eventually, when you upgrade your house and that, you can get a kitchen, and you can cook like the same thing as Stardew. You can cook food, and obviously, food is better for both um, fatigue and energy. They also both have. Um, permanent upgrades to your stamina. Well, I'm, I think that's what the star drops do in Stardew. Because in Mineral Town you have power berries, so you'll get them from things like giving the Kappa or the Goddess enough presents or tilling a certain patch of soil or other achievements, and then that'll be one extra bit to your stamina. And I think there's also star drops in Stardew Valley that you'll get from certain achievements. And I'm not sure if that was stamina or not. Yeah, it's been a while since I went too far. I didn't get didn't get that far in my current one. I know there was the um, there's that uh, uh, like it's like a haunted old um city hall or something like that, or not a city hall, the but community like community center. Uh, yeah, the community center where the little like alien or something <laughs> lives in, and uh, yeah, 
I believe, oh, it's been so long, but I know there's, there, you can do things in there to, to get the upgrades. Yeah. But even like the, the farming itself, like has the, an upgrade system where like the levels go up and, and you huh. have the, where you, you get new things that you can build. Like I know the first thing in Stardew, the first thing that uh, they had me make was, uh, the scarecrow because my, I, it didn't take long for the crows to start eating my crops. Yeah, thankfully in Mineral Town, the only thing you have to worry about is the typhoons in summer dropping giant boulders on your crops. Oh, jeez. So there's there's no there's no wild dogs or um, crows eating your seeds. No, no rabbits. Um, I remember uh, rabbits eating eating my turnips uh, and Stardew chasing those guys out, and yeah, and then the crows and. One thing that you briefly mentioned that's unique to Stardew is having actual levels for your character because Stardew has like. An agricultural level, a mining level, a fishing level. Um, I think the combat level too. Is- yeah, combat. Yeah, because um, Mineral Town doesn't have combat. Yeah, that was sure. one of the things uh, that kind of drew me to Stardew. Is is it had that more uh, RPG style of of like when, as you do things, it, it unlocks other things that can be done, and, and it kind of you could tailor it to your own way of playing, like. Uh, if you prefer to, to kind of do the mining or the combat more than the, the actual farming, I, you can kind of lean towards that more and, um, a little bit, though you, yeah. you still need to, yeah, you still need to do the, yeah. like, you still need to make money. So, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, eventually in order to, well, we'll talk about it in a bit, but eventually in order to progress, um, the progress the main quest in Stardew, I did have to do the fishing eventually, <laughs> but oh, it does, yeah, yeah. uh, want, one of the main things that Stardew has over Mirror Town and other games in this, um, other games in the story season series is, uh, it has online multiplayer. So you can even divvy up the tasks like that, like make somebody be the miner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember, uh, I played a bit of that because, uh, my kids, we got Stardew on a, a couple of our switches and we would uh, connect in to, to help each other, uh, farm and, and, uh, I remember uh, we had set up a pasture for some cows and stuff and we were working on uh, that part of it and uh, tilling the land. I think we ended up uh, getting through uh, a bunch of four uh, trees pretty quickly when you got a couple of, when you got two axes going, makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, although unless they all go to the mines and then they faint and then it, we lose all our money because up until the latest <laughs> update, the money was shared. So. Oh, really? I didn't even notice. Yeah, they've... um. One of the latest patches, they made it that you can choose to have have separate funds. Okay. Whereas, like I said before, yeah. And then if you all want the backpack upgrade, then you're all spending each other's money to get that. And Yeah, and the good thing with yeah. the Stardew as well is, um, is that you're not... Like, if you start off multiplayer or... Like, you can kind of plug and play multiplayer. Like, you're not... It's not like you have to have them there. Like some, if if you start off no, building a farm, like the host, one person can work on. Yeah, just the the host yeah, can like keep keep going. My my study valley file. It was originally to play online, so my farm has like two of the cabins just sitting on it. Whereas I've gone and completed the main quest and that without them, because I'm the host, so I can keep playing on it offline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like it that better that way because I know there's a few multiplayers where y- you, where like the progression is is uh, locked into like having to have both people continue on. So it's it's nice that uh, you can kind of just jump in and out. Yep. Yeah.
back to something you were saying is that they also both you have development of your farm in mineral town you've already got the barn and the coop set you can't change that but you can still upgrade them and you also have makers so you can make cheese things like that whereas in stardew you can actually place the location of the barn and the coop because you have to build up from scratch okay so the story of seasons is a bit is a bit more streamlined in the in the uh well just uh, mineral town that's oh just some of the older ones i'd say because the game that mm. came out immediately after that, Harvest Moon DS, it was the same thing. We have a big field, but you have to build the bar- the barn and the coops and that yourself, which was actually a bit more annoying in that game because you had different materials you could make it out of, So, uh, such as like you could make it out of straw, like fodder, or okay. lumber, or like just one of the materials. So yeah. they were more likely to collapse over time. Okay, yeah, that's uh, yeah, one of the things. Of the extreme weather. Yeah, because I remember uh, in Stardew that was the same where, like, if you built uh, the fences, like, eat the fences around your farms to keep out the, the pests, if you, after a while, like, if you built it at, a, like, a wood fence, the, the wood would eventually rot and uh, holes would be built. So then if you wanted something more permanent, like, you'd have to build a rock wall. Well, or you could, in Stardew, you could just get married because apparently the spouses will fix the fences for you. Sometimes okay. I leave the house. Yeah, sometimes I leave the house and Shane will be like, I fixed all the fences and I'm like, I didn't know they were broken, but okay. <laughs> uh, in the Story Season series, you have gold and lumber, which is the most sort of expensive material to get. But the benefit of that is that it doesn't rot. So you can make, um, cause you didn't have proper fences in like Mineral Town and some of the games after that. So what you would do is just put down pieces of lumber or something and then you could just hop over it. Okay. It's like cedar um, in Canada. <laughs> it just never rots. But in the original Mineral Town, if you put down a piece of golden lumber, the next day you'd wake up and literally everyone in town would come to your house to yell at you for showing off your ostentatious wealth. Um, but sadly in the remake when Thomas the mayor gave me the piece of golden lumber um, he said that it doesn't upset people anymore which is sad that's funny yeah I I wanted to see the scene but it's good that you know you can actually use that material now yeah that's pretty neat Um, so we were talking about the uh, you had mentioned the the spouse in uh, Stardew Um, how's the relationship uh, building work in Story Seasons uh, pretty much the same as you give a gift. You can give one gift a day. Well, although I know in Stardew they restricted it to two gifts a week, aside from their birthday. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, Mineral Town and most of that series, you can do it daily. So in Mineral Town remake, I went after Rick because his most favorite gift is spa boiled eggs. So I got a chicken. Each day I grab an egg. I run down to the hot springs, throw it in the hot springs, and then hand that to him. Okay. And I got married before the, I got married uh, mid autumn. So that's uh, similar to Stardew in the sense of uh, like each each person has like a each, preferred gift. Yes, each person yeah. has different preferred gifts and different disliked gifts. There'll be like one or two things that are their absolute favorite, so that'll increase their affection points more because there's obviously there's different stages of affection. And then, but there'll be things that'll lower it. Like most people don't like trash, but then some people have foods they also dislike. 
Okay. Which was a bit tricky when Rick says that he likes everything eggs and then you give him a certain egg dish and he's just like, eh. <laughs> yeah, so you do that and then you'll come across heart events in like both of these games where it'll be like a little cutscene between you and the character and then you can give a response. So some of the introductory cutscenes, especially Mineral Town Remake, are a bit funny because I could call one of the new, ask if one of the new characters was from Crazy Town or something. So sometimes it's a bit obvious what the right answer is uh, to not upset them. But same thing, like you either lower the affection points or you increase it. Because I'm not sure if it's visible in Stardew, but with any of the marriage candidates in Mineral Town, you have the little heart, and then that'll change colour, and then that'll be like you've progressed further with the affection. And then you can unlock, so then you know you can do the next heart event. Yeah, I noticed, uh, I don't remember in Starview, but I did uh, notice in the my la- the playthrough yesterday that the there was like a color coding for each um, for each character. So after I gave a gift, it, it, it I guess it started off like most of them were all blue. And I'm assuming uh, like black. as, yeah. So it's assuming that it, that was kind of the, the indication of how the relationship's going. Yep. Um, and in the original Mineral Town, th- those were just the hard events you had. And then as long as you'd upgraded your house and had a big bed, then you could, and they were at uh, a red heart, then you could buy a blue feather and get married. Whereas something that's been in the later Story Seasons games is a dating mechanic. So they added that to this remake. Now when you get to a certain heart level, you'll need to unlock an event which will help you get a flower which you can then use to make them like your boy or girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then after that, there's actually they added new heart events, which is good because that way you can sort of get the other events with other characters without like committing to them, sort of. Yeah. That, you know, yeah, being like the dating thing. Whereas what I got after I was actually dating Rick were events where I was actually acknowledged as the girlfriend. Um, so that was really nice. Oh, that's neat. And so then you've got to do that and those couple events before you can get married. And Stardew, Stardew has that as well where you buy a bouquet and then you make, you make them your boy or girlfriend, progress a bit more like with the different events and then as long as your house and your bed's big enough, you can get married. <laughs> and was there um, were there any other benefits to to the getting married, but uh, aside from the your spouse uh, assisting with uh, the daily chores? Well, in Mineral Town, they don't do that. I don't think the spouses started being helpful until a fair bit later in the series. Oh, okay. Like they even go to work and don't give you their money. But <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, you have um, you have kids in uh, Mineral Town, right? Mineral Town and Stardew, and they both of them. They basically get to toddler stage, and that's it. Oh, okay. So they're permanent. Yeah. Um, one thing that I think Mineral Town does better than Stardew, though, is your marriage life. Oh, it's not too bad in Stardew, but when I go talk to my in-laws, they actually now recognize me. Is that? They'll say, oh, I hope he's not giving you too much of a hard time. He's such an agger, like the little sister to him will say that. Oh, okay. Whereas uh, in Stardew, I can go to some of Shane's relations and she'll be saying the same line that, oh, 
Shane's been living with me for the past few months, and it's like, no, he's been married to me for a year. <laughs> At least um, Sergio has the benefit of being able to update, so maybe eventually that gets fixed. Whereas yeah. since I didn't get super far in the original Mineral Town, I'm not sure if those dialogue lines were added or not, like the post-married life. Um, and then the same thing happens. I'll talk to other villagers in Mineral Town a bit after I've been married and they'll mention how much happier I look or once I had my kid, they'll talk about that too. Okay, There's yeah, also, that's one thing Saji doesn't have. You don't pick a birthday, which really bothers me because the other characters will have it, but <laughs> you don't have your own. In uh, Mineral Town, you'll actually, if you're married and you go home after six, you'll have like a little family dinner and your spouse you know, we'll ask, is it the anniversary? Is it like his, but you know, which one is it? Yeah. Um, and then you'll get given a gift or, you know, other way around, you want to give them a gift to make them happier. While there's still sort of not too many different lines and that, you'll still get that little, like you have nice special events. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a nice and attention yeah. to detail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then whenever you go on sort of the dating festivals that uh, Mineral Town has, you know, you'll go with your spouse. And that. Though Stardew spouses do have good things too because sometimes they'll, they'll give a gift to me. Though usually with Shane, I just give it back because he'll give me a pizza or something. And he likes pizza, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, although one time he gave me a void egg, which was good because then I got a void chicken. Though, yeah, at least in Stardew, they will help with chores. Like sometimes they'll be like, I water the crops, which... For me, because I didn't do sprinklers until like the second year, was a bit more useful. Though a lot of people they have auto feeders and sprinklers, so it's like, oh, you did nothing, thanks. <laughs> but at least, at least they repair the fences sometimes. That's good. Yeah, I remember sprinklers is one of the things they. I, I tend to uh, like in Starview. Wanted to get to to pretty early on because uh, there's nothing more monotonous than than having to water each and every one. <laughs> so. It was nice to get yeah. those sprinklers early. Something that until like one of the again one of the latest patches in Stardew, that um, say Mineral Town and some of the other games in this series had over it was like special um, special marriage candidates. As in Mineral Town remake, you have the Harvest Goddess Kappa, um, the I forget, his name's been changed in the um, Mineral Town remake, but in the original he was called Gourmet. He's like the, comes into town literally once a year for the cooking festival. And uh, Juan, the apple, well, one of the salespeople. Um, so they're all sort of hidden because they don't have the heart meter when you see them. So it's a little bit harder to suss out what your relationship is going progress with them. And in the case of Kappa and Goddess, you actually have to meet a lot of requirements till they'll even accept your proposal. Like, you need to ship one of every item, you need to reach both both the bottom floors of both the mines in the game, which is why I said that I wanted to do a replay and go after the Goddess, because then I actually have incentive to do, the, do those things. Though the annoying thing about if you marry, like, the Goddess or the Kappa, they um, don't actually live with you after you go through all that effort. <laughs> I was just about to ask. It's like uh, if if the harvest goddess just starts showing up in your house uh, after after that, but apparently not. Um, she will teleport there for special occasions. Uh, I think one of the funniest things oh, they changed the look of Kappa, so I didn't marry him in the remake. But 
Um, Kappa's quite funny because you'd have like the pregnancy event and it would just be him teleporting and saying, ye pregnant, bye now, and then going away. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, how? He's not even home. <laughs> Absentee father. Yeah. Um, but I did, th- I do think that in the, le- one of the later, in one of the latest updates of Stardew, they did l- let you sort of marry Krobus. And it has that same thing where nobody in town knows that you're married to them. <laughs> sort of a secret thing. Do you at least get some kind of uh, farming bonus if you marry the harvest? To- I don't think so. I just think that's sort of like the main achievement you can go after. <laughs> okay. So it's, yeah, I was just going to say more of a trophy than, trophy, uh, trophy than trophy actual. Trophy wife. Yeah, trophy wife and instead of uh, practical use, I guess. Yeah. Can't believe she'd hold, hold out the... Uh, Supporting the crops for uh, even oh, when <laughs> It's okay. You, you already get help from the nature sprites in that game. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I was watching the trailer and I thought that was one of the things I saw. It is like, oh, look at those cute little sprites. They're uh, help, helping out with the with the growing and the weeding. and the. That's pretty neat. Oh, actually, um, this, this might be a good time since we're talking about uh, the different conversations with the different characters that... Uh, I just want to mention uh, that uh, today we found out that a friend of the pod, Jessica Chavez, uh, was one of the editors on Story of Seasons. Uh, so the um, which makes a whole lot of sense because uh, Xseed was involved <laughs> with the Mineral Town and and uh, she used she was the localizer for Xseed uh, at one point. Now is a, a freelance doing freelance stuff. And uh, yeah, we just wanted to to do a shout out because. Uh, uh, we had uh, Jessica did a, a, an email interview with us a few few months ago for the Trails of the Sky uh, podcast, and um, we we've been hooked on the Legend of Heroes ever since. So. the nature sprites uh, it'd be a good time to get into uh, the animal tending uh, in, in the story seasons game yeah so i already talked about the buildings that they go in but in both of those games and throughout the series you have different livestock so typically cows and chickens um as the games progressed you go oh sheep but as the games progressed, um, we got different different kinds. Like even in the remake, they added different varieties of cows. So you've got a fruit cow, a strawberry cow, a coffee cow. Um, though one thing that's annoying about them is that you can't make like the cheese and stuff out of their milk. Um, plus things like so Mineral Town has alpacas and rabbits as well. But I've seen I think some of the newest Story of Seasons games had like silkworms and stuff like that. Mm, that'd be neat. Stargy has... Oh, one thing Stargy has that I don't think I've seen in a Story of Seasons game is pigs. So they act- they're actually one of the best money-making things because they dig up truffles and then you make truffle oil and that's really... sells very good price. Yeah, it's funny that they wouldn't... Uh, wouldn't have pigs in... Because it seems like a very common... Like it, chickens, chickens, pigs, cows, you think would be like your top three for a farm, but 
for... Uh, I think because they just wanted to keep ones were sort of similar, so that's why they added the rabbits and the alpacas, because they're still sort of like sheep and chickens, whereas pigs, that'd be something different that I'd have to... Like, they added okay. some new things to the yeah. remake, but, you know, it was still... They kept it pretty close to the original. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Um, uh, in Stardew, you also have... Blue chickens, if you make friends with Shane, um, they're just the same as normal chickens, but they're blue. Uh, void chickens, which are black chickens with little red eyes, uh, which you will need at least one of them for one of the post-game quests, I think. And if you're very lucky, you might find a dinosaur egg, where you can have a chicken-sized dinosaur. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't never got that like before. a chicken, but yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So the kids pretty much similar. You talk to them, you brush them, you can feed them, so you can do that by hand or by putting it in their trough. Uh, same thing, you can grow, uh, grow like grass outside and then they'll go, if you leave them outside all day, like on a sunny day, don't leave them outside on a wet day, <laughs> they'll eat the grass and that'll feed them instead. One thing I noticed in the remake of Mineral Town is that they can't get sick or die. Whereas, uh, again, I didn't, you know, neglect my animals in uh, the original Mineral Town, but in A New and DS and A Wonderful Life, um, they they would get sick and die if you neglected them. Yeah, that's the same so, in uh, uh, Stardew as well. I remember uh, I didn't want to neglect them either, but I think, uh, at one point there was a run that I got them I might have probably just got them too early and I felt I don't think I had enough I was never I was always low on funds and never had enough um, food for them <laughs> so at least you can buy medicine to fix them up but and then uh, the only whereas the only consequence in the Mineral Town remake is that you won't get any milk or eggs for a day okay yeah it seems uh, like the story of seasons version it, it seems um uh, like there there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of punishments like they they, they seem to be keeping it like it's a little bit more casual yeah. is that a no, fair? That's what, yeah um like i said in my review like i played harvest moon ds before mineral town which was the game that came out after the mineral town and more friends in mineral town um and comparatively yeah mineral town is like, a lot easier like one well, we'll get into it in a little bit is like the story progression there's not much of it in mineral town like there are things to strive for like achievements and then going after something like the goddess but you already have your barn you already have your coop you have the nature sprites which are a lot easier to get to help you in mineral town than ds so yeah, it's a bit more chill which makes me confused as to why there's even an easy mode for the remake but Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they've been doing that in some of the newer Story Seasons games, I think. Yeah, I wonder if they're, if that's, like, uh, a pl- trying to get, like, a younger audience, maybe. Like, just to make Yeah, a- I got into this series at about 10, because I saw a copy of um, A Wonderful Life at a store, and I thought, oh, yeah, this just looks like a sort of easy game, and then I started playing it, and I'm like, oh, no, I need to use my brain, i got to manage money. <laughs> I was going to ask if you had played the if you had played the original GBA version of the Mineral Town. Um, I do have a copy of More Friends in Mineral Town because originally they some of the early games in the series you could just play as a boy, 
and then sometimes they would make a girl version after the fact. So with Mineral Town, it's Friends in Mineral Town, then more Friends in Mineral Town, um, Harvest Moon DS, Harvest Moon DS Cute, uh, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas obviously in the Mineral Town remake, they just combined the stuff. One of the benefits of the girl version, at least, is that sometimes you've got some of the newer features. Sadly, with Mineral Town, no, I mean, no, sorry. Sadly, with A Wonderful Life, there was a girl version, but that didn't come out in PAL regions. Oh, right, the the uh, Aussie connection, because you guys are in the PAL region. Yeah. So it'd be so the, the the so this one is kind of like a a combination of the all the friends of Mineral Town, basically. Then, like, not necessarily yeah. that. So you'll be able to play either. as a boy or a girl. Um, they also oh. That's one thing we forgot to mention when the relationship building is that this is the first in the Story of Seasons series to actually have um, same-sex marriage. Oh, prior yeah, to that, the, I meant to ask that, yeah. Prior to that, the only game in the series that had it was um, Harvest Moon DS Cute in the Japanese version of the game because they took it out with the localization. Um, was, so that was the girl, the girl version of Harvest Moon DS. You could have a best friend system with the special marriage candidates. Like I said, there's... So in DS, there's... You've got a harvest goddess, you've got the witch princess, you've got a mermaid and, uh, like, a sleeping beauty that's in the mines. So you could actually be, like, you know, roommates with one of them and then you'd be given a child by the harvest goddess or king. Okay. (laughs) Wink, wink. But they took Uh, that out. Um, So... So I think must have been. So I think Sarge Valley probably gave them that push to actually do it, because I think one of the things that also made Sarge Valley more popular before like the online update um, is have is having the same sex marriage. Mm-hmm. Now, well, it makes sense to have. Like, I don't. Uh, I guess uh, <laughs> the result. Like, it's a pretty recent Nintendo thing. I guess. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of like up until this point like there there hasn't been a whole lot of the same sex marriage stuff in Nintendo games from as far as like <laughs> it's pretty no. pretty recent phenomenon really like um that's why some people are upset with the uh, Tomodachi life didn't ha- like the newest one like the f- I don't know if we even if that was the only one we had in English or not yeah, I think the, the yeah, 3DS the Tom- game yeah, the 3DS one, um, people were a bit upset that that didn't have same-sex marriage. Yeah, and that, was, that wasn't that long ago, really. What was that? Uh, uh, 2014. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. Terminachi Life is actually uh, one of my daughter's first games. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's one of those games that you're supposed to just play a bit at a time, but I just sort of played it flat out and got sick of it after a week. Yeah, I, um, she played uh, a lot in the car and... Um, there was those, uh, I would always hear she lo- like she fell in love with uh, the concert where they play like the rock song. Oh, yeah, we can change the lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> she changed the lyrics, but uh, it doesn't take long before you memorize all the lyrics. So <laughs> <laughs> there there was a lot of hearing that a lot in the, in the game. Uh, back to marriage and relationships. One thing, well, one funny thing in... Um, Stardew is, I think you can sort of, I, I didn't try it in the Mineral Town Mix, so I don't know if you can do it, but with the dating mechanic, you can actually date more than one person at once. 
So in Stardew, they actually added like an event in the update. So if you're dating all the girls or all the boys, then there'll be a bit where you walk in and they've all found out and you get dumped by all of them. <laughs> um, unless you're holding a lucky rabbit's foot. Really? <laughs> yeah, which is good because I have quite a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Although I'm married, so that's not a problem. Funny detail. Um, in the game. Yeah, whereas I'm not sure. There is, a, whereas in the Mineral Town remake, one of the achievements is to have married, not married, have dated every marriage candidate before settling on one. Um, and then the other thing, something that they decided not to put in um, Story Seasons games, except for the one exception, I think, is divorce. Uh, in Stardew Valley, you can pay a nice hefty sum at the mayor's office, and then the next day you won't be married anymore. And if you try to talk to your former spouse, they'll not have anything nice to say to you. <laughs> um, just like really. So, I don't know what the exact statement was, but you know, they just said that. I think it was basically that they don't think it'd suit the series in terms of story seasons. Yeah, um, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like um, uh, in the spirit of like story yeah, seasons. Because it's about. Yeah. Like family and community, so yeah. you know. Um, so I'm kind of glad that they didn't do that. Not that it would necessarily affect me. The uh, there is one game in this series where you can get divorced, which was Harvest Moon: A Wonderful Life. Um, because that has a few different ways to end the game. One, it's the one game that forces you to get married because if you're not married by the end of the year, like um, one of the girls proposed to you, and if you say no, the game ends. um and the same thing if you neglect your farm for a bit your spouse will be like um hey you need to work more and if you basically tell them nah a couple of times then they'll leave you and then the game ends so that's the only one in the series where you have divorce and then that's obviously penalized by you can't play the game anymore (laughs) that's right um there'll be events where i think in mineral town to mineral town and ds um if you're neglecting your spouse or just giving them things they really hate to lower their affection down, after a point they'll actually get sick and they'll be in bed for a few days because they're not feeling well. Um, or there's like one scene in DS where it's like they you have an argument and they sort of walk out for a bit, but they come back because you can't actually get divorced in those games. Well, those are interesting details. Yeah. So now we can go back to the animal tending and the nature sprites. I just there was a couple of things with the relationships I forgot. So, mm-hmm. um, so we talked about animal care. Um, the nature sprites. So you said you saw them in the trailers so in Mineral Town, that, and in some of the other games, they're helpers. So you make friends with them, and then they can do chores for you. So you'll go up to them, and after you know giving them some gifts of things they like, uh, the cheapest being flour, um, you can ask them to do a set chore, uh, such as watering for a certain amount of days. They can only do seven days at the most, so there will be times where you do have to water your own crops. Okay. But that's that's one of the things that makes this game a lot easier is the nature sprites because it's pretty easy to befriend them. The nature sprites themselves do have levels as the more they do a task, the better they'll be at it, so then they can water more crops, so you can have a bigger field of crops taken care of. There's also mini-games you can do to help level that up a bit, which I did a few times, but that's a bit more effort than just 
letting them gain experience through doing the job. Okay. So the, in yeah, in Middle Town, the nature sprites you can set them to do watering, harvesting, animal care. So I'd have to run into the barn before one of them got there. So if I wanted like the milk to turn into cheese or something, because they won't do that. Harvesting, that's a, animal that's a good care, way to watering. add in automation to to uh, just make things yeah. run a little smoother. Whereas um, Stargy Rally has some things like sprinklers that you can build and auto feeders and I don't know if it has auto feeders, but it has auto gatherer. Like all the cows will automatically be milked and then I've just got to put the milk into the makers. So it has that automation in a different way. Yeah, and then you have to use that. Using up resources basically because I remember the sprinklers, I think, took like a a good chunk of ore or something um, like that. That's something that you do have buildings and that to make, but Mineral Town doesn't really have that crafting element where Stardew Valley has that a lot more where you craft the scarecrows, you craft the makers, you craft the stone pathways, (laughs) things like that. Yeah, I guess that's the thing with them. story seasons is that like the farm because i know the aesthetics of the farm itself a lot of people uh enjoy stardew valley for like you can actually make like the whole farm look the way you want it to look like you said with yep. the uh like wooden paths or cobblestone paths uh, uh planting flowers planting grass uh but i, I think guess- i think some of the newer games in this series would have like decorations and that I haven't played some of them, mostly because I wasn't interested in any of the marriage candidates, and that's a big deal for me. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's one of the but, uh, the one one of the big sells sell for you in that. Yeah, I think for there. a lot of people, because a lot of people, at the very least, they get married before they stop playing. It's like a main goal to work towards. Okay. Um, even if there's no story in the game, because mm-hmm. I know in say story seasons, uh, Draymond, Draymond story seasons, there was decorations that you could get like a giant gold Draymond statue, and that had, like, interior house customization. Uh, and I think they added proper fences and stuff like that in some of the later Story Seeds games, but because this is a pretty relatively straight remake, they didn't go that fancy. The most you can do is you upgrade your house, and there's a couple wallpapers to change or window style. There's, like, there's not a lot of customization in that regard other than some cute clothes. And um, I w- what reason, like, do you have to expend reason? Like, I'm assuming you have to spend money for those upgrades, I guess, huh? Yeah. yeah. So, like, the same in Stardew and that in terms of buildings, you need a certain amount of lumber, a certain amount of stone, and the money. Okay. And if you've got enough money, you can just buy the lumber and the stone <laughs> instead of having to harvest it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they, they use that. One of the sort of end goals in Mineral Town is these vacation houses. Two of which are gifts, uh, one of which is really expensive, like you really have to have a lot of money and materials to make it, um, but they're not really worth the effort because it's just, you can't decorate them at all. They're just another house in another part of town that you can go to sleep in, and then you have to walk yourself back to your farm because your horse won't be there waiting <laughs> for you. <laughs> so it's uh, it's like like the trophy spouse, uh, trophy house. Yeah. That's what, like, the Harvest Goddess gave me the beach house, and it was like, it looks nice, but I can't even put any stuff in there. Like, the um, each marriage candidate, when you get to a, one of the early heart events, they'll give you a gift, so I can display some of those, 
but I can't even do that inside the free houses. Well, the, free, <laughs> the vacation houses. Yeah. So I played a few hours of Rune Factory 4S recently. Um, that's a combination between the farming simulation and like an actual action RPG. So animals in this thing are actually monsters. So you go out into the world and you'll try to throw whatever they like at them until they become your friend. And then you can send them back to the farm. So there'll be like, there's one that looks like a sheep, a giant cow, a big chicken. So those ones will still give you like eggs and milk and wool. But they also sort of work like the nature sprites. So when they like you enough, you can set them to do the watering on a certain part of your field. Um, and another thing they'll get into soon is the combat. Um, because some of those monsters are actually fighting monsters, so you can actually take them with you when you go out and they'll help you fight. Um, since I don't think there's, I don't think there's horses in Rune Factory, you can ride like any of your monsters. So I have a skyfish and I'll ride him around town. Yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons why I, I initially, um, gravitated more towards Stardew Valley than like a Harvest Moon was the, because the Harvest Moon series doesn't, doesn't have the combat in it. I know there's a little bit in Harvest Moon DS in the mines, but it's pretty basic because you just hit them with your farm tools. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because Stardew Valley has, uh, again, the same thing. It, it has the mine that you go down and... and uh, if uh, like the initial, I know the right off the bat, if you get to the fifth level, you become part of the Adventurers Guild. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so uh, I know the... To get you started with that, they give you the rusty sword, and then you can upgrade your weaponry as you go down. And yeah, I was going to ask you about the Rune Factory, because uh, that always came across to me as kind of, um, if they put combat in a Harvest Moon, that is kind yeah. of the, the way I looked at it. Um, like, but no, it, like Rune Factory is just like a whole action RPG. Like, you've got a farm, and you take care of it, and that's basically... Well, say in Rune Factory 4S, that helps you fulfill requests for people um, and get your princess points so that you can upgrade things in the town. But the main plot, you need to go out into the world, come across these dungeons, beat the boss, like engage in like normal action RPG combat sort of. Yeah, like the dungeon. Top down. The dungeon exploring is more of the focus over the farming, right? Yeah, like, you still do it because you need yeah. it to progress things, um, earn yourself money, things like that. But the story progression that is through the exploring the world and going through the dungeons, and, like, in terms of combat, that's obviously got a lot of variety because you've got magic spells and abilities, uh, different weapon types. Though Stardew Valley, like, so comparatively, not quite as good as Stardew Valley, but then Stardew Valley isn't primarily an action RPG. <laughs> No, <laughs> not, um, not really. Still, um, things about the Stardew Valley combat annoyed me. Mostly the enemies, like bats and that, that you hit them and then they'll go away, so you've got to wait for them to come back mm-hmm. to hit them with your sword. But the mining experience in Stardew Valley is a lot better than Mineral Town because in Mineral Town you've just got to, um, well, Again, one thing that Mineral Town does have over Stardew Valley is you can save anywhere, whereas in Stardew you've got to wait till the end of the day. So you, you employ the old save and reload trick where you save, find where the hole is, and then reload and go straight to it so you don't waste your energy. 
Oh um, yeah, because th- th- that's the thing in Stardew is the like the trying to find the ladder down. Yeah, but I still think in Stardew it's not so bad because there's more than one ladder per floor. Whereas in Mineral Town, it seems like there's only one way down, unless there's some holes on the floor, which you don't get till a bit further into the mine. Um, how long? So the, how long's the load take? Approximately, like just a couple seconds, or is it like long enough that it's irritating? <laughs> um, oh, with the save and reload. Yeah. Um, just not too long, and oh, okay. like, you know, that's you've still got to find the hole first, so. But yeah, it's uh, mining is a lot more pleasant in study, even if you do have to actually worry about the clock. I think that's the only time I fainted was I got to the last floor in the study valley mine, which is like, or the se- second last floor where it's like a big sort of swirl thing, like spiral. Um, and then I got partway through that and then I saw it was 11 p.m. and I was like, oh no, and started <laughs> running, running back to get home. And I fainted just outside of my farm. Um, and then I woke up and gave birth, so that, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, whereas, uh, in Mineral Town Remake, time, it's, like, sort of paused, but, like, once every ten floors, I think ten minutes passes, so it's more about having enough energy, so, like, having items, like, um, I don't know what they're called in that one, but like you can have like some medicine that refills your stamina and fatigue. So having a ton of that on you so that you can actually get to what, you know, hundredth floor or whatever on the mine you need to get to. Okay. Uh, we could uh, finish up our, our analysis of the farming sims with maybe a, a discussion of the story. Like each, like you said, not, not all of them have a particularly uh, engrossing story, but there definitely um, a few of them do. Um, like of the of the farming games, is there any particular story that that you enjoyed uh, over the others? Or oh, actually, could I talk on the equipment for a little sec? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So in Stardew Valley and Rune Factory, you'll have actual equipment that you wear, um, and that'll affect your combat stats. But one thing that's in, well, not sure how it works in Rune Factory because I haven't upgraded them yet. But in Stardew and most Story Seasons games, your tools will have a level of use so once you've used them enough you can actually then supply the right ore to upgrade it so you'll start with just the normal to like bronze silver gold mithril things like that and then you can actually do more with it so like with a watering can you can water more squares at once so that's sort of a minor like rpg thing that's even in mineral town is the leveling up your equipment okay yeah, so on the uh, topic of progression, um, I guess we could finish up our uh, discussion of the farming sims with uh, the different story progressions in, in each of the games. Um, some of them obviously uh, have more than others, but uh, of the farming, of these types of farming games that you've played, is there any particular um, story that, that you're partial to, like any that uh, stand out among, among the rest? I don't think the stories are ever particularly special that I know of like obviously they all have like those community events and things when you talk to make friends with people and you sort of progress their personal relations like not just the marriage candidates but like friendships with other townsfolk Um, but usually the plot in the story seasons games do have like a story to strive for it's usually sort of like save the harvest goddess like in 
uh, Harvest Moon DS, um, the witch princess accidentally petrifies the harvest goddess, and then when she tries to fix it, she accidentally teleports her and most of the harvest sprites away. So what you need to do is save enough harvest sprites that they can summon the goddess back, which is actually, you know, which isn't that easy. Like, it's certain requirements, like watering so many squares or fishing this many times, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which, like I said, so like going from like that to Mineral Town where you basically have no story, you just sort of have like things you unlock and the character events um, is a bit different. Okay, so it's more um, about in, the character interactions yeah. as opposed in to Harvest Moon, In Harvest Moon DS, you've got to work for it. Like you can't even get married until you save the goddess and that requires you to find 60 of the sprites. Oh jeez! And if you want to marry the goddess, you've got to find all of them, and I think that's over a hundred of them. It's like searching for Korok seeds. Yeah, <laughs> um, and like Animal Parade also has that where you do certain requirements, um, and that'll help you unlock a lot more. Because in some of yeah, some of the later ones are a bit tougher because you do things to attract certain um, new townsfolk to the town. Because, like, in Animal Parade and that, you're sort of restoring the town because they've lost things like fire and that. So you, you know, bring fire back to the town, bring good winds back to the town. So then that helps you. So not only are you progressing the actual story, but you're also unlocking things and more characters. And then eventually you finish the main story, Save the Goddess. And then Stardew has that sort of thing where you've got, they've got the community centre, that you have bundles for and you need to farm and mine and fish to fill these up. But when you finish a bundle, you get upgrades like minecarts or the bus to the desert or yeah things like that. But then once all of them are done, you sort of, you know, you finish the main story. Um, and so some pe- then that whole community c- center will be refixed and people will go and that'll be part of their daily schedule. Like, one day a week they'll go there. Yeah, like, some of the things I, I remember in Stardew were, um, like, the, uh, yeah, like, the community events, like, when they got together as communities, the, um, the, the fighting between, uh, the general store and, like, the Walmart. Yeah. And the Jojo Mart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something that was in, like, the early Harvest Moon games was that you would get judged after a certain point, um, and in some of them, you'd actually the game would end if you didn't do well enough on the farm. <laughs> so they did that in Stardew, well, not as severely in Stardew, but they did the same sort of thing where after, at the third year, your grandfather's ghost will come and grade you on certain things like the community center, being married, how many friends you have, things like that. Yeah, I remember that. I I didn't do too well the first time I played Stardew. Um, in this case, it was like just sort of a reward if you do well enough. You don't like lose the whole farm if you <laughs> screw up. <laughs> um, despite not finishing the community bundle till the third year, because there was a like I, I struggled because I got all the fish, but then there was something I was missing, and I could only get it in summer. And I was like, no. <laughs> um, but I still got like the best grade the first try. So, haha. <laughs> oh, that's good. Got the full candles thing. So in Stardew Valley, you can go the JoJo path where you'll um, get a JoJo membership and then they'll learn the community center. In order to fix things, you have to spend money. So you sort of like, it's interesting that you can do it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and like 
something I sort of mentioned with the divorce and that um, in some of the like Harvest Moon Story Seasons games, you can end the game rather early. Like in Mineral Town Remake, if you're like, when the mayor says, so do you want to start the farm and you say no, the credits start rolling. <laughs> and I like That's in, funny. um, because they changed the intro up in More Friends of, I think it was More Friends of Mineral Town, you sort of see a newspaper, like instead of inheriting it, um, you see a newspaper ad from the farm and then you get there and then the mayor sort of laughs at you for buying the dump. So you, like, attack him or something. <laughs> and then in the game after that, uh, DS, when you go to attack him, he'll be like, that trick for a mineral town won't work this time. But then your dog starts chasing after them. And if you don't stop the dog, the credits roll, because it's implied <laughs> that your dog... <laughs> <laughs> dog murdered everybody? Yeah, murdered the mayor. Oh, um, and then, yes, it's not really... A favorite. I do like how the Stardew Community Center works, and I'm not really into post games in most games, but then Stardew has that where you've got um, some other quest lines that don't even unlock until after you finish the um, community center. Um, and I've only played a little bit of Rune Factory um, 4, but um, once I've done with some reviews, I'm looking forward to get back into that because that's, like I said, it's more like an actual RPG. You've got this story to progress and you've got dungeons to go through. Yeah, I saw a little bit of the of the beginning of the story. Like the, the, I guess the princess like falls from the sky and lands on a dragon. Yeah, yeah. So I've gotten to the point where like you start to find out the real plot. So it's nice. Like it's still, you know, not amazing. I think because it's like a lot of these. You know, it's about your know, relation with the characters and the townsfolk and getting to know them more than a overarching plot. Even though Rune Factory does have that. Nah. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. This is the last call for alcohol. Well, this might be it's a going. good time to go into uh, the last call for the evening. And um, it, for this week, we were going to discuss... Uh, it, it's it's very clear that your experience with farming sims is vastly <laughs> superior to mine. <laughs> And it's, it's, uh, I love listening to it though, because it's clear that I, I've been missing out uh, on some pretty fun sounding, uh, Harvest Moon stuff. Um, but I'm curious, like of, of the games we've talked about, or maybe one we haven't talked about, is there any of the particular, is like, is there one game in particular that, that's, uh, still your clear favorite, uh, uh, well, the first one I ever played was Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life. So that actually doesn't have some of the features that um, other games and even previous games in the series had. Like, it doesn't even have, like, very good festivals and stuff. Um, but I still like it because it's pretty unique. Like, you have to get married, and if you get divorced, the game ends. It's, I think it's the only game where you can die in that series. Okay. It, uh, yeah, spo- <laughs> spoilers for it, but eventually, <laughs> you, like, that's one of the games where you actually age. Like, you have a kid, and then your kid becomes, like, a teenager, and you sort of shape them towards what they want to be. So then when you're in your old age, um, you actually die after a certain amount of years. That's um, and then it'll what show, like, you? what you... Uh, GameCube. Okay. Um, and then that'll actually show what your kids don't know. It's also on PlayStation 2, so PlayStation 4. So the PlayStation 2 version doesn't run very well. Um, 
But that's the only game I've ever platinumed. I actually, when I had surgery last year, I bought it on the PlayStation 4 and I um, platinumed it. Uh, one benefit of that version is that there's a new marriage candidate and you can have a daughter instead of a son. So okay. my daughter took over the farm after me, made sure she was gone that path. That's a neat way to end the game, though. To, to yeah. Yeah, to be old and then your kid takes over. <laughs> that's a pretty um, nice way. So I'm not entirely sure about it, but I think one of... You don't know if you die, but I swear in one of the early Rune Factories you can play as a kid, and there's also, like, a new game plus mode in, like, Animal Parade. I have some in Animal Parade where it's like you, you play as a kid, but it doesn't change to look like a kid. It just looks like one of the main player models, but you get, like, bonuses from starting again. Okay. But, yeah, uh, I... Even though there's things that are a lot better in some of the different games, just because it's my first game in the series, I think A Wonderful Life is my favourite. I'm just sad I never got to play the girl version. (laughs) (laughs) Although uh, there's only like three marriage candidates in that, and because obviously they designed it for boys first, they're they're not quite as appealing of The Bachelors. Yeah. Yeah, like for of the games we've talked about, like Stardew is is the I think the only one I've played. Like I've probably tried a, a Harvest Moon here and there and just not remembered. Um, but I I played uh, a, a bit of like I played a lot of Stardew and and enjoy it. it. It's very it's one of those games where it's like when there's a slowdown in RPGs or something like that. It's nice to go back and it's because it's it, it feels like a relaxing break. I, I did play the um, oh the Little Dragons Cafe, which is made by one of the designers uh, of of Harvest Moon, and uh, I know I know it wasn't uh, well received. I, I think at the time it came out because it it yeah. is pretty it's, it's pretty basic. Like there's not yeah there's a um, there's a few copies that have been traded back in at my local store, including <laughs> yeah, one of mine. Know. I luckily I got to review it. I I don't know. It's one of those games where there's um when you're not when you're when you get a review copy, your attitude towards it would be differently than if you had paid yeah, money for it. Yeah, cuz you can't really Oh, well, <laughs> one thing that's yeah, you maybe not as harsh on it or but then I guess also you wouldn't be able to take it easy either. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's that's the other thing is like trying to get the review and you you're you're putting a lot of uh, time into it and then yeah it, there's there's always um i i mean it's not a, a great attitude to have but there is always like the valuation of like you know it costs this much compared to the amount of entertainment you get out of it so yeah well yeah. some people are more budget budget conscious so and you know some people are still yeah. kids and they only get a couple games a year so they they need to know whether the game's worth it or not yeah exactly don't want your one your one christmas game to not be good yeah, but uh, of the games that we've talked about, uh, it's tough because I'm kind of like split between, because I, I would like to try either um, Mineral Town or Rune Factory. Hearing about Mineral Town really makes me want to play, but then I kind of lean towards the Rune Factory just because of the, the added combat element to it. Yeah, so, yeah so you've already played Stardew, so you don't need to start with that. But yeah, so it depends, because if you want that more relaxing thing, you can go for Mineral Town, whereas in um, Rune Factory you have actual story progression, like so again you have to go through dungeons, because some of the 
marriage candidates are sort of locked behind completing those and you have proper action combat and you've got monsters and oh party members too like I, I can only get Forte to help me at the moment but yeah you've got um, that and a monster to help you in combat as well so you probably like that a bit better maybe mm-hmm. well and then um, Rune Factory 5 which was supposed to come out in 2020 and we haven't heard anything about uh, now that we're into July but uh, that's uh, another like that might be around the corner eventually maybe I don't know if it's we're getting to the point where you, you kind of wonder if it's going to be 2020 or 2021 yeah. so maybe December 31st <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think there's been a, a couple of games that have released like that well they still got five more months so who knows maybe yeah they, maybe they sneak it back in oh perfect was there anything um anything else that you wanted to about the farming sims that you'd like to talk about before we no I think I managed to run my mouth about everything I could think that was relevant <laughs> no it's great it's uh, I've always been intrigued by them um it I guess the farming I've always been um apprehensive about start like getting into too many of the farming sims because a lot of times they can feel similar yeah similar but also uh like there's a there's a commitment that that you kind of have to give to a certain extent like it, they're not like you can play in small like five to ten hour things but it's like as if long you're as completionists you've, then you're as long as like, you've got um a little notebook so you can remember what you know what crops you were growing or trying to buy <laughs> that's right. well that's the thing is like there's uh, a lot of times where i would like play i i go hard into stardew for like a week or so and then i'd like i drop off it for maybe a month and then try to go back and be like i don't remember what i was doing <laughs> so i'd like start a new start at a new the save. point i am in stardew like i'm not really interested in some of the post game stuff like skull cavern so i just sort of when i don't when i don't feel like going to sleep or something i'll play a couple of days and i'll just take care of my farm and look at my spouse and kids that don't say anything <laughs> just to relax yeah that's um i know some people who that, that like they'll They'll just play for like uh, 30 minutes or an hour every day. Like like you said, to, you know, do a few, take care of the farm for like a few in-game days and then just kind of do that before going to bed or something like that. So, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, probably a good way to play. It's a lot better than um, the the game that I'm playing now before I go to bed. That That's not helping my sleep patterns. So <laughs> might be something I should uh, start working into my uh, my daily routine. So. Uh, but you had mentioned uh, you have a couple of reviews coming up. Is there uh, anything uh, that you can tell us about that's uh, that you'll be posting shortly? Or um, I'm still working on the Brigandine review because that game's been out for a couple of weeks now. So hopefully, maybe about the time this podcast comes out, it'll be done. Okay. And uh, what? How? How? What are you leaning towards? Are you enjoying it still? Or um, well, it's sort of weird because in Australia it's full budget price. Whereas in America, it's $50, so it's sort of in between. So okay. that makes it hard to judge sometimes because I base it on, you know, how much it would have cost me. Yeah. Um, just in terms of, like, more minor things like the graphics and things like that. Yeah. Because definitely for hours, you'll get your money's worth, but... <laughs> that's good. And that's uh, uh, going to be video, like, both written and video, or...? Yeah, I think the written will probably be before because i usually make that first and then takes me a day or so to make a video so okay that's good and um 
which uh, which site will the the written be posted just so that we can uh, uh ladiesgamers.com perfect yeah if it's if it's posted um before well I'll add it to the to our post once once it's up whether yep. it's uh, out in time or not but we'll make sure to get a link up for everybody for that cool um yeah and uh, oh and then I guess for your YouTube channel I guess the next the next video that will be coming is Brigadina I suppose yep yeah that's perfect for uh, for the Thirsty Mage, our latest episode, uh, I just put in uh, a review for uh, Void Terrarium. Uh, that's a pretty fun uh, mystery dungeon style uh, dungeon crawler. Uh, so uh, that's from NIS America. So if you're yeah. into mystery dungeon crawlers, uh, you can check I've, that review out. I've uh, ordered the special edition for it. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm going to have to ask you how the... Uh, you have to tell me how the soundtrack is on the uh, that comes with it i like in in the game it's um uh, uh, we had joked that it's it's it, it works for the game <laughs> yeah so it, but uh it'll be interesting to see what it's like uh so often like you listen to a soundtrack outside of the game and it's a different experience so yeah i'm interested uh, in how that goes but uh yeah it's a, it's a pretty fun one and uh on the horizon, we have, uh, I guess, Paper Mario Origami King is coming out, or would have come out by the time this podcast out, and Casey's yeah. going to be uh, doing up a review for us for that one. Initially, we were uh, thinking of doing a, a podcast episode for it, but I, since uh, finding out that there's a, a real lack of RPG elements uh, in the game, I'm, I'm not sure yeah, if that's the... Yeah, the combat doesn't really look fun. No, it's uh, it's kind of disappointing. Like when originally we kind of thought that the puzzle based combat was going to be uh, like kind of new and and unique, but uh, from what it sounds like, it it the puzzles are pretty simple. Like uh, I know there's a a review now at uh, Nintendo World Report where uh, Xander had said like the the puzzles are are pretty uh, basic. Like there there's only like one one to two or three three moves per battle to to make the puzzle like to solve the puzzle basically so it's it, it seems like a game that might be geared more towards younger kids than um say like the thousand year door fans that keep holding on for the the, the yes the way that the game used to be but yeah there you could check out the uh like i said there's a, a review now at nintendo world report but casey uh, will also have one for us coming up uh, probably next week and um uh, we might talk about it actually. Uh, next week's episode of the Thirsty Mage will likely be a uh, one of the where we talk about what we're playing. So there might be a few different games. Uh, so Casey will likely talk about uh, Origami King, and then uh, I might uh, I I should be done uh, The Last of Us too. That's it. I'll probably talk about it a little bit of that uh, next week, and uh, and yeah, we'll we'll have that coming up. But uh, if you'd like to, we'll make sure. Oh. Uh, before we go, Paige should tell us uh, where the where we can uh, where everyone can follow you at if they're not already. Uh, well, my Twitter is at Paige G Guy, and my YouTube channel is just under my full name, Paige Detlefson. And uh, as always, we'll have those uh, in the show notes and on the website, so uh, you can uh, you'll be able to click on those uh, to get to there. And for uh, Thirsty Mage, we uh, it's uh, the Twitter follow is. Uh, at the Thirsty Mage, and uh, the YouTube channel, again, is the same as well, the the Thirsty Mage. So, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, for next week, uh, make sure to tune in. We'll be talking about a few different games uh, that, we're, that we've been playing on. And, uh, well, I guess uh, 
we'll have some other interesting ones uh, throughout the summer. So, uh, Paige, want to thank you again for uh, the second week in a row, <laughs> yeah, and uh, for really uh, carrying carrying the episode this week. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, it was uh, very uh, fun to hear about the farming sims, and uh, I'm sure there'll be a farming sim in my future. So, yeah, uh, yeah we'll I'll have to narrow that down and uh, talk some more about that again. But thanks for everyone for listening, and uh, we'll see everyone uh, in a bit.